Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton. Book 6, lines 1 through 261. All night the dreadless angel, unpursued, through heaven's wide champagne held his way. Till morn, waked by the circling hours with rosy hand, unbarred the gates of light. There is a cave within the mount of God, fast by his throne where light and darkness in perpetual round lodge and dislodge by turns, which makes through heaven grateful vicissitude, like day and night. Light issues forth, and at the other door obsequious darkness enters, till her hour to veil the heaven, though darkness there might well seem twilight here. And now went forth the morn, such as in highest heaven arrayed in gold imperial, from before her vanished night, shot through with orient beams. When all the plain, covered with thick embattled squadrons bright, chariots and flaming arms and fiery steeds, reflecting blaze on blaze, first met his view. War, he perceived. War in procinct. And found already known what he for news had thought to have reported. Gladly, then, he mixed among those friendly powers, who him received with joy, and acclamations loud, that one, that of so many myriads fallen, yet one returned not lost. On to the sacred hill they led him, high applauded, and present before the seat supreme, from whence a voice from midst a golden cloud, thus mild, was heard. Servant of God, well done, well hast thou fought the better fight, who single hast maintained against revolted multitudes the cause of truth, in word mightier than they in arms. And for the testimony of truth hast borne universal reproach, far worse to bear than violence, for this was all thy care, to stand approved in sight of God the worlds judge thee perverse. The easier conquest now remains thee, aided by this host of friends, back on thy foes more glorious to return, than scorned thou didst depart. And to subdue by force, who reason for their law refuse. Right reason for their law, and for their King Messiah, who by right of merit reigns. Go, Michael, of celestial armies prince, and thou, in military prowess next, Gabriel, lead forth to battle these my sons invincible. Lead forth my armed saints, by thousands and by millions, ranged for fight, equal in number to that godless crew rebellious. Them, with fire and hostile arms, fearless assault and, to the brow of heaven pursuing, drive them out from God and bliss into their place of punishment. The gulf of Tartarus, which ready opens wide his fiery chaos to receive their fall. So spake the sovereign voice, and clouds began to darken all the hill, 
and smoke to roll in dusky wreaths, reluctant flames, the sign of wrath awaked, nor with less dread the loud ethereal trumpet from on high gan blow, at which command the powers militant that stood for heaven in mighty quadrate joined of union irresistible moved on in silence their bright legions to the sound of instrumental harmony that breathed heroic ardor to the adventurous deeds under their godlike leaders in the cause of God and his Messiah. On they move, indissolubly firm, nor obvious hill, nor straightening vale, nor wood, nor streams divides their perfect ranks, for high above the ground their march was, and the passive air upbore their nimble tread, as when the total kind of birds in orderly array on wing came summoned over Eden to receive their names of thee. So over many a tract of heaven they marched, and many a province wide, tenfold the length of this terrene. At last, far in the horizon to the north appeared from skirt to skirt a fiery region, stretched in battleless aspect, and nearer view bristled with upright beams innumerable of rigid spears, and helmets thronged, and shields various with boastful argument portrayed, the banded powers of Satan hasting on with furious expedition. For they weaned that selfsame day by fight or by surprise to win the mount of God, and on his throne to set the envier of his state, the proud aspirer. But their thoughts proved fond and vain in the midway. Though strange to us it seemed at first that angel should with angel war, and in fierce hosting meet, who want to meet, so oft in festivals of joy and love unanimous, as sons of one great sire, hymning the Eternal Father. But the shout of battle now began, and rushing sound of onset ended soon each milder thought. High in the midst, exalted as a god, the apostate in his sun-bright chariot sat, idol of majesty divine, enclosed with flaming cherubim and golden shields, then lighted from his gorgeous throne. For now, twixt host and host, but narrow space was left, a dreadful interval, and front to front presented stood in terrible array of hideous strength. Before the cloudy van, on the rough edge of battle ere it joined, Satan, with vast and haughty strides advanced, came towering, armed in adamant and gold. Abdiel, that sight endured not where he stood among the mightiest, bent on highest deeds, and thus his own undaunted heart explores. O oh, heaven! that such resemblance of the highest should yet remain, where faith and realty remain not. Wherefore, should not strength and might there fail where virtue fails, or weakest prove where boldest, though to fight unconquerable? His puissance, trusting in the Almighty's aid, I mean to try, whose reason I have tried, unsound and false. Nor is it aught but just that he, who in debate of truth hath won, 
should win in arms, in both disputes alike victor. Though brutish that contest, and foul, when reason hath to deal with force, yet so most reason is, that reason overcome. So pondering, and from his armed peers forth stepping opposite, halfway he met his daring foe, at this prevention more incensed, and thus securely him defied. Proud art thou met? Thy hope was to have reached the height of thy aspiring unopposed, the throne of God unguarded, and his side abandoned, at the terror of thy power or potent tongue. Fool! Not to think how vain against the omnipotent to rise in arms. Who out of smallest things could, without end, have raised incessant armies to defeat thy folly? Or with solitary hand, reaching beyond all limit, at one blow, unaided, could have finished thee, and whelmed thy legions under darkness? But thou seest all are not of thy train. There be, who faith prefer, and piety to God, though then to thee not visible, when I alone seemed in thy world erroneous to dissent from all. My sect thou seest, now learn too late how few sometimes may know, when thousands err. Whom the grand foe, with scornful eye askance, thus answered, Ill for thee! But in wished hour of my revenge, first sought for, thou returnest from flight, seditious angel, to receive thy merited reward, the first assay of this right hand provoked, since first that tongue, inspired with contradiction, durst oppose a third part of the gods in synod met, their deities to assert, who, while they feel vigor divine within them, can allow omnipotence to none. But well thou comest before thy fellows, ambitious to win from me some plume, that thy success may show destruction to the rest. This pause between, unanswered, lest thou boast, to let thee know. At first I thought that liberty and heaven to heavenly souls had been all one, but now I see that most through sloth had rather serve, ministering spirits, trained up in feast and song. Such hast thou armed, the minstrelsy of heaven, servility with freedom to contend, as both their deeds compared this day shall prove. To whom, in brief, thus Abdiel stern replied, Apostate, still thou errest nor end wilt find of erring from the path of truth remote. Unjustly thou depravest it with the name of servitude to serve whom God ordains or nature. God and nature bid the same when he who rules is worthiest and excels them whom he governs. This is servitude, to serve the unwise or him who hath rebelled against his worthier, as thine now serve thee, thyself not free, but to thyself enthralled, yet lewdly darest our ministering upbraid. Reign thou in hell, thy kingdom. Let me serve in heaven God ever blessed, 
and his divine behests obey, worthiest to be obeyed. Yet chains in hell, not realms, expect. Meanwhile from me returned, as erst thou setst from flight, this greeting on thy impious crest receive. So saying, a noble stroke he lifted high, which hung not, but so swift with tempest fell on the proud crest of Satan, that no sight, nor motion of swift thought, less could his shield such ruin intercept. Ten paces huge he back recoiled, the tenth on bended knee his massy spear upstayed, as if on earth winds underground, or waters forcing way, Sidelong had pushed a mountain from his seat, half sunk with all his pines. Amazement seized the rebel thrones, but greater rage to see thus foiled their mightiest. Ours joy filled, and shout, presage of victory, and fierce desire of battle, whereat Michael bid sound the archangel trumpet. Through the vast of heaven it sounded, and the faithful armies rung Hosanna to the highest. Nor stood at gaze the adverse legions, nor less hideous joined the horrid shock. Now storming fury rose, and clamor, such as heard in heaven till now was never. Arms on armor clashing braid, horrible discord, and the madding wheels of brazen chariots raged. Dire was the noise of conflict. Overhead the dismal hiss of fiery darts in flaming volleys flew, and flying, vaulted either host with fire. So under fiery cope together rushed both battles main, with ruinous assault and inextinguishable rage. All heaven resounded, and had earth been then, all earth had to her center shook. What wonder, when millions of fierce encountering angels fought on either side, the least of whom could wield these elements and arm him with the force of all their regions. How much more of power, army against army, numberless to raise, dreadful combustion warring and disturb, though not destroy, their happy native seat. Had not the eternal King omnipotent from his stronghold of heaven High overruled and limited their might, though numbered such as each divided legion might have seemed a numerous host. In strength each armed hand a legion, led in fight, yet leader seemed each warrior single as in chief, expert when to advance, or stand, or turn the sway of battle, open when, and when to close the ridges of grim war. No thought of flight, none of retreat. No unbecoming deed that argued fear. Each on himself relied as only in his arm the moment lay of victory. Deeds of eternal fame were done, but infinite. For wide was spread that war and various, sometimes on firm ground a standing fight, then soaring on main wing, tormented all the air. All air seemed then conflicting fire. Long time in even scale the battle hung, till Satan, who that day prodigious power had shown and met in arms no equal, ranging through the dire attack of fighting Seraphim confused, at length saw where the sword of Michael smote and felled squadrons at once. 
With huge two-handed sway brandished aloft, the hard edge came down wide-wasting. Such destruction to withstand he hasted, and opposed the rocky orb of tenfold adamant, his ample shield, a vast circumference. At his approach the great archangel, from his warlike toil surceased, and glad, as hoping here to end intestine war in heaven, the arch-foe subdued or captive dragged in chains, with hostile frown and visage all inflamed, first thus began. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right.